Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Disputably the best show opening of all time. Like you said, undisputably. You ever say to me that Cheers is not the best opening of any show? I don't want to talk to you. I mean, there's a handful of theme songs that I've played in social situations yeah. or to actually listen to the song. Uh, this one... It just doesn't get better than this. Yeah, this used to give me chills. Like, I used to wait up for this as a kid, and I didn't even understand it, because, like, the bar humor when you're 10 years old isn't even that. And then there was always that thing behind it. There's a a pretty uh, dark lyric in it, right? Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. So... When is I mentioned there, to you today, there's a suicide lyric. Your wife becomes a man. Which I guess your is shrink not runs dark off anymore, to Europe. but at the yeah. time in the 80s right. when you're And your husband old, wants like, to become a girl. Yeah, right. 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 That, so that the line I out. gave you is the second verse in the song, right? Okay. Get out of bed, Mr. Coffee's dead. The morning's looking bright. All right, that that's what, so I've, I've spent the last for, hour and a half, two hours. We were on the phone, and, and you gave me that line, and I said I wouldn't look it up for any to think of, of you who are coffee. I addicts, thought it was sublime. Was my initial. who are coffee addicts, and all you can do to get out of bed is think about that first cup of coffee. My wife's like that. When you wake if up, she does not have a cup of coffee. When you stat, wake up and that coffee machine breaks, there is a feeling like no other feeling that sets into your body. It's like hell. It's like. Oh my! Right. It probably God. helps, like if you're dressed and you know, like, all right, I could just get out of the house. But if you had planned on like not going anywhere, no, <laughs> I, I woke up this morning and planned on doing what I needed for this podcast, and, and instead, my coffee machine would not work. So I present to the world the next Mister Coffee, which is now upstairs and set up. That's the beautiful so thing. We were about talking Mr. about Coffee. this Mister Coffee. And I, I'm in the market for one of those espresso machines, which yes. when we were away, I just loved. I had that I by the way, things. and that's what I relied on. I put a shot in right away, and I had a shot of espresso, and that got me to the. Ability. Oh, you do have one of those espresso yes, machines? I, yes, I do. Jeez, I feel like if I had one of those, I would drink. So I do much both. Less coffee. I do both. I have a whole routine. I need that morning cup of Lavazza. Like I need like. What's blood. Lavazza? Oh, it's my favorite coffee brand in the world. Oh, it's just a brand? Yeah, it's a brand of coffee. It's Italian. 
Oh, I gotta bounce around not. from brands. So right now, I'm in the Trader Joe's. By the way, I'm in, a, I'm in day seven of my Duolingo Italian lessons. My goal is to learn Italian. Oh, that is great. Yes, I am. You're gonna I have am, to teach me. I'm knee deep, and I'm enjoying it very, very much. I know how to say a lot of strange things. Like I want to be like uh, our buddy Durazo's dad, who spent what does he spend three months a year? Yeah, he speaks in Italy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's from. Uh, yeah, right. And Mike speaks. Fluent Italian, too. I heard. So we have a striker that Atlantic City F- uh, FC signed this year, Filippo Tamburini from uh, Rimini, Italy, which is all the way on the uh, eastern coast of Italy. He doesn't happen to have a nickname, does he? Well, we're going to give him one. Filippo <laughs> <laughs> Tamburini? Filippo Tamburini. Isn't he the Tamburini man? Uh, he's the <laughs> Tamburini man. You know, just... There's something coming. Uh, but he speaks, obviously, Italian, being from Italy. So I, I hope on improving uh, by getting getting some real conversation going. But they start just slow on Duolingo, and you just go through it. But it was surprising because once I got the phrases, it's amazing how much you know just because they're famous phrases in nomenclature, like chow. Yes, yeah, so I was just there this year, and yeah. I can get by. Like This is what I do. Like On the train in, mm-hmm. I'm like, what are the 20 words that you got to know? I got to know. And this is – somebody told me this years ago, and for people who haven't traveled abroad, this is the case. Picture yourself walking down a street, and a Japanese guy comes up to you, and he starts talking Japanese at you. You are going to turn and run the other way. <laughs> right. But if that Japanese guy walked up to you and said, hello, excuse me, please, right. where's it's the just conversation? Right. Hello. You are going to stick very, with it a I, little bit. I am very sorry. Can you direct me to the bathroom? And, I've learned a like basic that. phrase. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even if the guy just says bathroom to me. Right. Al baño. Right. Baño. I'll go. Uh, a little pee pee. I'm going to help this guy <laughs> right, yeah. find the bathroom. Right. But I he don't comes remember. up speaking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what here. you're saying to me. Right. He's, yeah, this guy away from me. Right. So, yeah, learn those 15 to 20 words, and you, know, you don't have to string sentences I'm together. I'm a big fan. I, I've been doing it. I've been learning the words, the pairs, everything I else. I guess it's the internet, too, because just around the right time. So, I'd gone over. I'd, I'd gone to Italy in, like, 98, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, man, I felt like very few people spoke English. People spoke English, but, man, 20 years later. It's totally every, and, and in the, uh, all if you're in the English. service business or They're anything over there, learning they English. all speak Yeah, because the tourist industry is a yes. huge component of Italian culture. So Absolutely. There's no question about that. So all right. It is pretty easy. Well, welcome to episode 96 of the Quizzo Trivia 96 Podcast. Episodes. 96 episodes. And what am I looking at? Some. Uh, it's also the year we met. 1996. 1996. Yeah, absolutely. The, the fall good. of 96. Great tour. Yeah, yeah. Fish tour. Fall, fall of 96. 96. I think the Yankees Just, won the World Series. That might have been the less good part of it. I would say maybe 97 and then not, nothing even. You know, 95, 96, 97, and there's nothing even. I got in on 94, whatever, and that whatever run of order 94 you want to, put to 97 in. was the yeah, time. That, yeah, that Buffalo show our freshman year. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. With the drummer from Mo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sleeping well, you slept on this couch. I slept in the car. <laughs> For those who don't remember that story, we went to this fish concert in October of freshman year at Syracuse University, ninety six, right? And so, October in Buffalo is picture like Antarctica. Like, like in January. Like summer in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like October that you know. No, it's like twenty one degrees outside yes. in the middle of the night. It's absolutely freezing. You can you can Just feel a your steady breath. Twenty five mile an hour right. wind. I had to go to the bathroom all night, but I couldn't. Because I literally couldn't move. Like, I didn't have enough body energy well, to... That was the night before the concert, right? Or yeah. was that the night of the concert? No. We were I, there for a couple of days. Two nights. Oh, no, because we stayed at... Did, did we stay at... We stayed there two nights. Okay. And I stayed in the car two nights. We didn't... Ha- we didn't... 
your buddy Greg. Yes. Didn't we go to some apartment? Like, was it his parents' house or something? Nah. I feel like we were at somewhere with Greg. I thought we were only at Vinny's. Okay. I'm pretty sure we were only at Vinny's. Because night one, we got there very late. We went to see Vinny playing the dead cover band. Didn't we see a guy drink 24 beers or something? One of his buddies? Buddy that we went up with. We went up with his buddy. Okay. And we all stayed there. And, and his drank, buddy. What did they drink up there? Oh, Labatt. Labatt Blue. Labatt Blue. He drank a case of Labatt Blue. I, it might have been more. At a night. And it was at least the worst part or yeah. weirdest part. Feeling is nothing. He was not even drunk. Yeah. Like the <laughs> guy. The guy was the. the I guy drove us home. I would have <laughs> trusted him to drive. Yeah, he was not. He was even in charge. Phased. He was a very large man. <laughs> he was not a small guy. No, but still. This was a, but still the, I want to. The buildup was unfathomable. At least a case of beer. I don't know how. What was the total? But it was something. That that was when you could smoke in bars and stuff. Oh Like you went into that place and it was just like this cloud mm-hmm. of oh my god that's how i picture buffalo <laughs> yeah pretty much but i think we bought Vinny a six pack of newcastle, newcastle. and he gave us uh, front row seats to, to fish <laughs> to fish yeah it was at, pretty uh, good deal what was the name of that what, it's probably a uh, marine midland it was marine midland arena at that point in time where the mm-hmm. buffalo sabers play that was a hell it was of a also, show it was such a cool movement and i recommend if you ever do this uh to someone don't tell them that you're giving them front row seats don't do it. Don't tell him. Don't say him. You just don't give him the you don't, don't give, give him the, the tickets, ticket. Just guide him up and, and watch then, and your then faces. Walk, you keep and going, like and keep going, and keep like, going, oh, and keep nice. going, and keep Lower going, level. and, and keep, like, yeah. Well, and then it starts to. I put two and two together. I'm like, wait, this guy's the drummer from Mo. Mo's right. from Buffalo. Right. I wonder if this guy's got some connections as we get right. past like row sixteen, yep. twelve. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, front row, front row center, front row for Trey. Hi, Trey. Pretty awesome. I think he remember. I think he's always remembered us that like. Page because of that, because they saw we us with, night, Vinny. Yeah, with Vinny, but they know Vinny. Sure, you know what I mean. So if you saw, if you were looking around who's in the front row and you identified, oh, there's Vinny and his friends from Mo, then maybe they've always kept us with that association because we've seen him at his manager's wedding, front row with Vinny at backstage. Because remember when Mike and uh, uh, what's his name played Mike and. Uh, Benevento Russo Benevento? duo, yeah, the Vene- Mike and the Not Benevento Mark. Russo duo, uh, yeah, yeah, the Benevento Russo duo, that's right, right. the Mike duo, and Mike and the duo. So yep. remember, we saw them backstage and mm-hmm. whatever. So I think over the years we've built up a little bit of uh, a familiarity, which is my least favorite word in the world to say, with the band Fish that we know and love. So. Best six pack of Newcastle I ever. Seriously, I don't have it. Not expensive, which was never something that I've gone to more concerts without a ticket than. You know, it's just not something that, you know, really fazed me. So we're heading to the concert. And it's like, oh, I don't have a ticket. And like, don't worry about it. I'm like, what do you want for it? He's like, ah, give me a six pack in Newcastle. Sounds good. Fair to enough. Me. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll sit in the bleachers for a six pack. No, you'll go front row for a six pack in Newcastle. But that's a nice trade, though. I like yeah. I like a guy who knows what kind of commodity he's looking to uh, to take down in, in exchange for his. It is funny, too, over our lives, like where he showed up in random places. Remember too. we were in Vegas? Yes. <laughs> like, was like, like, down the yo, dude, do you know Mo is in town and they're playing? And literally, the second we re- recognized that, we saw him on his cell phone turning the corner. Like, Topper walking down the street from us at the last, at the fish show with Hampton. Yeah. Like, isn't that Topper? Yeah, yeah. There he is. Hey. That Vinny in the street of Vegas, though, was that was so bizarre. Oh, it's, it's a weird world, man. I can't those in town playing. I'm like, really? And I'm like, is that Vinny? <laughs> walking down the street. Because he's right there. There's a tour bus right there, and he seems to be floating around. Bizarre, yeah. Huh? All right, I'm going to uh, ask you this question, Nick. What digging device is also a card suit? Spade. Yes, that, absolutely. That's I mean, on the how to dispose of a body list. You need a spade. 
Yeah, you know, six rolls of duct tape. Right, that's something we <laughs> don't want to. Adver- I don't need to know that. We should never have advertised that fact. But it is funny. Be- well, I think any question where it's a card suit, you got a fair shot at getting sure, it right. What are you going to call? You're going to dig with a heart, you know? So, but I I do uh, think if you do a search on Google it, Images for spade, did a nice play on uh, uh, the car suits when they did. Uh, didn't they do a set of all things related to golf? They tried to like relate golf to all the songs. Do you remember this? It's during I mean, one I know of the, the donuts. No, it was during one of the the New Year's runs, and they did. Uh, what was it? Um, was it Ace of Spades? Oh, maybe it was Spades. Ace of Spades. There's a. I want to say there's an ACDC song or okay. a uh, Black Sabbath song. I have to look it up. Either Ace of Clubs or Ace of Spades, and you know, oh, must have been Clubs. You so know, you know the Ace of Spades trumps all cards. That's the yeah. number one card in the deck, which is why Aces Up is always the Atlantic City mantra. The Ace of the Spades, the eleven, beautiful card in the deck, really is. Except is for just... when the dealer turns it over. <laughs> <laughs> if you got it, right? If right. you got it, all right. So yeah, you nailed that. Uh, you got one for me. Yeah, sure. I got a great one for you next. I, I, Who is known as the notorious RBG? Who is the <laughs> notorious RBG? Oh, my God. RBG. I mean, obviously, I know Christopher Wallace is the notorious B-I-G. Yes. And then Who is the notorious RBG? RBG is a color scheme for your computer. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg? You got it. I was <laughs> going to say she's 85. Okay. <laughs> like, that's that's like nickname for RBG, her? The notorious RBG. Yeah, that's hilarious. There's like I some conspiracy theory going around that she's been dead for months and that this is she like just, a, She just, today I think she made the appearance. That's what a, made a me A robot think Bader Ginsburg or something. That somebody put that instead of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, it's robot Bader yeah, Ginsburg. Yeah, she, she just made her first public appearance since oh, yeah. uh, having surgery for cancer. So she's back on her feet. The notorious RBG. I was like, RG3? <laughs> That's not it. Um, no, I like that one. All right, these are your favorite, Nick. I came across one that I knew you would love and that I also assumed you probably hadn't heard because you were on vacation all week. So okay. Best best of both worlds for me because it's Yeah, timing. I'm coming in. Uh, you know, I'm coming in a little end of the week. Right, here. right, right, right. Um, now, I don't want to embarrass myself. So I, I'll tell you this. I give multiple choice. I'm not giving you multiple right. choice, okay? Right. Because this is a this is your favorite game to play, which is the how much did it sell for a game? Oh, I love I love this. Stuff. Love the how much did it? I we love need music. No, whatever. I, I could post edit, but we don't have a <laughs> producer. Um, picture some funny game show music there. If we had Fred, when Fred Norris finally leaves the Howard Stern show, we will ask him to come. Yeah, we need that Price is Right clip. Would right. be perfect for that. That that. Price is Right music would be perfect. Price is Right music. It's it's one of those things like how fast can The good thing is, we do have things like this. So, yeah, okay. All right, here you go. Ready? Perfect. Hey, look. We got our own. Folks, you just witnessed something on hand. All right, a lock. Of George Washington's hair, recently sold at auction. Nick, how much did it go for? My guess. Over time, we've talked about such things as Jerry Garcia's guitar, million and a half. Is that okay? My Elvis's plane, half a million dollars. My guess is this is going to be remarkably low. 
And hear me out. Never got to this part of the Price is Right theme song before, so we learn something new every day. Oh, right back into the heart. Love it. There is definitely... I don't know how you would explain it, but an odd factor to the item. Oh, yeah. So... It's like the elephant man's ashes. Like, why do you want to have that? Okay. Like, Robin Quivers owns Vincent Price's ashes. Like, she got it from Joan Rivers. You're you're on to something here. Why? And and that's why I I think a lock of hair creeps out a lot of people. Now, again, it only takes one. It's funny. With these sort of things. A lock of hair could sell at auction for X number of dollars. A lock of hair in your drain is the most disgusting <laughs> yes. thing you've ever come across in your entire life. You're like, you get it away. What else is it touched? Yeah, that's a whole different thing. How long do you wait to, to drain the uh, or the snake to drain? You know, it's like you're brushing your teeth and you can still finish brushing your teeth without it filling up to the top. And you're like, ah, I I'll bought, let that wait another I bought a week. Thing. I, I got a thing. Is it a... Is it the uh, stuff you pour down the drain? Because no. that's what I want. No, 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 sir. It's this thing. It doesn't thing. work. Oh, no. I got this gun. Yeah? I, oh, yeah. I have to borrow that. <laughs> You're going to want to borrow it. Right. Yeah, it's this twisty gun, and it will it it has this thin snake with all these fibers on every end of it, and it snakes all the way down, and then you twist it up, and you pull it out, and whatever and was anywhere all right. <laughs> is gone. Uh, I'm going to borrow that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you should, come, you should take that upstairs because my drains are clean. I did it with great satisfaction, but the problem was I was the first person ever to live here, so I barely had accumulated anything. A lot of that is like, you know, you don't know how long it goes back. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So, and, um, okay. All right, so am I getting this within a certain amount? Uh, you want the multiple um, choice? I'll be, no, I'll be glad to I, give it to you. I'll just, uh, I mean, I'll stab it, I guess, at it. Okay. I'm going to say it's sold for $45,000. Oh, my God, that's so awesome. You would have just nailed it. Because if I give you the multiple choice, you would have gone for that answer, and you would have gotten it. Okay. $35,000. Wow. Lower than even I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that incredible so that I that would sell for more than thirty-five? Thirty-five, dollars $350,000 or $3.5 That's what I put out there. Is, uh, yeah. Because yeah. I think that's the spread, and... You know, one of the things we also like to do, folks, is we never, ever, ever do multiple choice over time where we're always giving it in the middle. You'll, you will never have a pattern with us and like, oh, they always make no, it No, most third. of the time they it's when we it see that something is an outlier. Right. Like that goose question of how many yes. feathers and it's a ridiculous number and right. then you go low, low. and then Or, or sure. in this case. And then every once in a while I'll put one in that's just right online. It is what you think it is because you got to keep them honest in both directions. Mm-hmm. So. That's a great buy, though. $35,000 lock of George Washington's hair. What a party pl- What a party Isn't it stopper. amazing that hair lasts that long? Well, How it's just that amazing to me that, that, that there's going to be a cloned version of George Washington soon because you know whoever's dropping down 35000 for it. It's like, if you remember uh, G.I. Joe? Kind of. I mean, yeah, I know the, right. the so G.I. Joe was G.I. Joe had, I, I like, created this, figures, like, but... ultimate, uh, this ultimate villain, right? Uh, this was their big plot line. I think in today's was it a Cobra or something? Yeah, it? Cobra Kai. No, Cobra Kai is. Oh, Cobra. Yeah, it's a uh, <laughs> Karate, Karate Kid. Kid. Cobra Khan or something. Cobra. Co- no, no, no. Serpentor is the guy I'm talking about. Okay. So he's the leader. So so Cobra is the organization it's that the organization. G.I. Joe fights. And then right. there's a faceless kind of right. leader. And, and, the, and then he had a guy who they introduced in like season three or whatever of the show that was his boss. And his uh, name right. was Serpentor. But listen to what they did for this guy. This is this will never fly in today's day and age. Okay, the plot line of Serpentor is that the Cobra organization went and plucked DNA from all of the most notorious 
awful villains ever to exist in the world. So Hitler, Napoleon, Attila the Hun, Stalin, and they mixed it all up in a little thing, and they created this guy. Wow, that's great. That was the premise of who you're fighting. So it's like the genetic output of the worst, worst human guys beings ever put, yeah, ever put ever, on the ever earth. On earth. That's cool. I don't think you could fly with that plot line today. It on. I mean, anything that involves eleven-year-old kid. Yeah, they They showed like uh, that that faceless guy you're talking about going to like like Germany mm-hmm. and like digging up Hitler's stuff. Mm-hmm. So no good. Anyway, I got one for you. So yeah, thirty-five grand for Washington's hair. Yeah. Washington. All right, the uh, okay. Who was Time Magazine's Man of the Year in 2016 and inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2013? So from WWE Hall of Fame, three years later, Time Man of the Year. To President of the United States? (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump, baby. It's hard to believe that three years prior he was being inducted. We elected a reality television star, President of the United States. Folks, a reality television star that used to appear on the Howard Stern show on WWE Raw. Yeah, he used to rate women on the Howard. He was the best on that. But that's the thing. That is America. America is not some fake, like, we're we're a bunch of degenerates. One of his his, uh, greatest quotes, right, is what, an A cup can't be a 10? Yeah, (laughs) A cup can't be a 10. Did you just say an A cup can't be a 10? And it's not like he said it like it, he had thought that out. He's That's also gone on record as saying like, "Oh, I would never date like celebrities." There's right, but much, I date my daughter. There's much hotter women out there that celebrities. Oh yeah, just go listen to. Oh, his interviews are the best. It's just, it's, He's so, not a Kim Kardashian fan, but then they ended up. Uh, he likes her now. Peace, right? Uh, all right, let's. You want to move on to sports, or you got anything left uh, in uh, general knowledge? Uh, I could ask you something. All right, give me one more, and then we'll move on. To what was the biggest machine ever built? What is the biggest machine ever built? Hmm. The biggest machine ever built. Is a vehicle a machine? Yeah. Anything's a, yeah, a vehicle can be a machine. So, like a boat? Like a cruise ship, or like a, like a, like a, not a cruise ship, uh, how about a, a, a uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, aircraft carrier? I think that's a great guess. Go with aircraft carrier. The Large Hadron Collider. Oh, yeah. I should have known that. That thing is gigantic. Yeah, the CERN Hadron yeah, Collider. The CERN, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Large yeah. Hadron Collider. That's stupid. I did know that, actually. I, I had thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good guess, though. They're trying to build that one that's like carrier. 10 times the size. Of that? Yeah. To find the God particle? Right. We're still looking yeah. for this You thing? know what's funny? I learned something. This is Maybe actually God great. doesn't want you to find the God particle. You want to know what's great? <laughs> Maybe. Because who knows if we find it? So what you know we're how sometimes of? something gets a name that has nothing to do with what you think it has something to do like with? Like the God particle? Like, yeah. Like the Windy City, right? You know why Chicago's the Windy City? I know it's not the windiest city in America. No, Brigantine. Brigantine, New Jersey. New Jersey is where we live next to it. Yeah. No, uh, it was called the Windy City because after uh, the World Fair, a reporter in a competing newspaper labeled it the Windy City because the people wouldn't shut up about how great Chicago was. So Windy was literally full of bluster. Like, like you're just a ball, uh, you're a ball of wind. Yeah. Right. And nothing to do with... It just happens to be very windy. Yeah, every (laughs) city in the Midwest is very windy when you're on a lake in the winter. Boston's windier than Chicago. Right, it has nothing to do with it being windy, but that's how it got the nickname. And it's funny how they just adopted it. We're like, yeah, we're cool. We like that. That's good. We're windy. Um, But this is another one. The God Particle 
has nothing to do with God anything. The origins are ridiculously weird as to why they called it the God particle. It's because the guy couldn't find it, right? Mm-hmm. He called it the goddamn particle oh out of frustration about that? to say, like, there's this particle but I you know you can't exists. call it that. No. <laughs> so it literally got shortened to can't be take the, the Lord's God name particle. In vain. Right. So now people associate it with this, like, some sort of holy unification between religion and science that if we found this particle, the mysteries of it. How, right. And it literally yeah. was labeled this goddamn particle that I can't, just can't find. just can't find it. <laughs> like how, it's there, but right. I can't find how great it. is that? That's great. <laughs> so, all right, let's move on to sports. I'm going to ask you a true or false question. Okay, true or false? There is a person who has successfully completed seven marathons on seven continents in one year. I have to say, true. What an amazing feat! What an amazing feat! Right to, to do it in Antarctica. Well, guess what? That's false. Not only is it true. Oh, okay, this person did it in seven. Days, seven marathons in seven continents in seven days. days. Either either running or flying. How's that not a seven straight days straight? Beat every record. Like it's. I mean, how how is that not a bigger news story? When just happened this week. Just happened. Yeah, it's amazing. At all, can you imagine? And like literally, where was the last one? The first was Antarctica. Get it out of the way. Absolutely, and then Makes and then sense. you could see they they have it all Australia. online. Australia, yep. It's uh, and then you got to fly. It's basically like as sure. soon as you're done running, you're Asia, going to the airport. Africa, Europe, yep. South America, finishing North America. Uh, the last one was in Miami, so I yeah, think so it, I North think America. she went from maybe Cape Town, uh, South Africa, to Miami. Oh, why wouldn't you go from uh, South America? I think oh, maybe she, she went to South America from first after Antarctica. After Antarctica is right there, right there. Okay, yeah. So I think it was Antarctica, South America, then, then up to, to Asia, to Australia, Asia, Europe, Africa, United States. I mean, I take a three-hour car ride, I'm and exhausted. I can't walk for the day. Can you imagine <laughs> Can thinking you imagine? to yourself, "Oh, I'll handle seven marathons on seven continents in a week"? Like I thought, I had a hard week this week. I was like, man, I put in a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't ever complain about that again, folks. This person, oh my gosh. Yeah, this yeah. person has done something that I I find to be the most incredible thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's a, that's incredible. Yeah. What a story. Yep. So look it up. I got. I should even find uh, who that is because we're we're just like mentioning it like it's an average person. I should get the person's name. All right. Can you? I'll give it to you. Either of the two, if you feel like you could do them both for ten each, that's fine too. But the way I'm going to ask it is, name either of the two NBA players that played for 21 seasons. Ooh. Either of the two NBA players that played for 21. And what's going to happen if LeBron plays for 21 seasons? It's like Tom Brady. Because that's what we're seeing Brady do. And it's like, imagine LeBron. Tom Brady has now finished two dynasties. Like, he had a dynasty... And then he stopped for a little while, and now he's got another guy. I I told you, his backup quarterbacks are now all coaches. Like, oh, I forgot. I forgot. Remember, I said the Tom Brady coaching tree, and I gave you Kevin O'Connell, the new offensive coordinator. How about his other backup, Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? Kingsbury was a Brady backup. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah. How bad was that Super Bowl? Just ridiculous. Unwatchable. You know who I felt bad for? Drew Brees. Imagine if you were Brees sitting there watching that game. And it's like, oh, my my God. So Susanna Gill, a British runner, completed the challenge. So good for you, Susanna. 34 years old. Can you imagine? 
She looks in incredible shape. <laughs> You've got to be. Yeah, you would think. You would hope. Um, now, so let's see. 21 seasons. You can Did name either of the two, or if you want to take a shot at two for Teddy, it's either one. I don't Whatever you want to do. Kareem played that long. He's got every record. I'm going to say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> he played 20 seasons. Oh, so <laughs> It's a great guess. John Stockton? No. Those are the only two I had. Bill Russell was on my mind, but or like Havlicek or one of those. I know like, one guy only because he looked like an old man at the end of his career was Robert Parrish. Yeah, I could have get I could have given that, but like I if Kareem is only twenty, I didn't think Parrish was that long. Like he could have been a seventeen year guy, but he did twenty one years. Parrish. Yeah, he he was the first to do twenty one, and then Kate, uh, Kevin Garnett. Oh, now that Played I should have gotten. Yeah, that, that's I, what I thought maybe it because I forgot he came in when he was eighteen. Right, right, and he was one of the first guys to come to right, right in from high school. Yep, good for him. Yeah, I like wasn't that he? Was he the first? When they redid it, because there was guys... Moses Malone like, never went to college, but I'm right, saying... Right, but then I, they changed the rules, rules, and then you had to go to college like, right. for two years. And he might have been the and first they when they stopped again, that. And then I think KG might have been the first. Yeah, yeah, um, Who was the first African-American to be a manager in Major League Baseball? Oh. Who was the first MVP in both leagues? <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> I got to give him some uh, we props do. Here. We do. Frank Robinson. Passing of Frank Robinson. Yeah, man. 83 years old. And I grew up, I don't know if you knew this, but before I was a Brewer uh, Yankee guy, I was kind of an Oriole guy because uh, I used to go to games in the summer. Yeah, you've got a lot of roots there. I got a lot of roots so. over there. So I, didn't, I never hated the Orioles. I, did, I wasn't like a diehard fan, but uh, I actually saw Frank Robinson manage, and I was at the Orioles' old ballpark before Camden Yards, so, which was a piece of crap. I have been at some really bad old ballparks. Remember Philly's yeah, that old was stadium? called Memorial Field, right? The the one in Baltimore. Yeah, that was mem- Memorial. Yep. Memorial County, or was it County Baltimore? Memorial County or something like that? Maybe. But uh, it was. Oof. Yeah, I also like the uh, Orioles because they play in that division with against the Yankees. The Yankees. So <laughs> right. yeah, it's hard not to. Eh, they're fun, you know. They're kind of an interesting little color scheme. I like the orange and black fits. All right, what do you got for me? So R.I.P. Frank Robinson, legend, absolute legend, and that's. You know, people don't recognize how big a deal that is, you know, of breaking the color barrier and managing. As a manager. Yeah, and it did not happen early. It took till like... No, you had to be a guy like Frank Robinson where literally nobody could say a word about about you. And he managed That kind of a classy guy. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Not a single person ever had a bad word against him. Nope. Uh, Did you see the first major leaguer in history to be elected into the Hall of Fame unanimously? The first it's made... never happened. Derek Jeter? No. Oh, he's coming he up. He didn't see it. Well, okay, so I know the Hall of Fame guys, though, because I had that in the question last week. So it ain't going to be Musina. It ain't going to be Musina. Damn straight. He shouldn't even be in, in my opinion. Um, Compiler. Nah, just... He had a lot of 20-win seasons, though, with Good. Orioles when he didn't have a lot yeah. around him. Yeah, he's... I just, you know, I don't like him. I don't like yeah, him. Yeah, he's sold out. It's simple. If he was, if he stayed an Oriole his whole career, I'd be like, oh, that guy. Oh, I mean, shouldn't it go against you a little bit? Like you're, you're an uh, Oriole your whole it, life. Was it Roy Halladay? No. God, so I, I feel like everybody that was elected was a Yankee this year. 
I will. Oh, Mariano Rivera. There you go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mariano Undoubtedly, Rivera. just yeah. the guy. Hundred percent. Ice water through his veins. Hundred percent. He, he like was the Tom Brady for the Yankees. Before or since. Yeah, he was the Tom Brady. I mean, they had Jeter, but it's like it didn't matter because you knew if you got to that guy with a lead, it was. Over. that's what made the Red Sox winning that much more incredible because they did it against him like three times. It took a team who had to face him 20-something times a year right. to see him that often. To just crack him once. To crack him once. And he cracked. Because he threw one pitch. I think he cracked twice. I believe that uh, game against... Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that hit was against him. Was the, against the, him. Uh, Luis Gonzalez yeah. hit up the and middle. And it was like a... It was a hit up the middle. Yeah, barely. I mean, it was like a broken bat. Pretty much threw a bat Binker. at the ball. <laughs> <laughs> the ball went up the middle. I mean, yeah, right. it wasn't exactly... It wasn't like a cracker. Yeah, he didn't like... Drew, yeah. Yeah. But out, basically, outside of that, for 20 years, you just didn't do anything against and you him. Just, you knew you exactly could only what point, pitch he was throwing. And that's how you know how good you are. You can remember the two times he didn't do right. it. Right. Not You're to like, mention, I, I can remember how many those times, two times he came in in the eighth inning oh, and yeah. finished out somebody else's mess. The first part of his whole career, is, there's not another reliever in the business. He started coming in the eighth and be able to just finish off a game without. Before Rivera was the closer, he was the setup man for Wetland. Right, the year and in the uh, year they won the World Series, and yeah. he would come in for the seventh and eighth. It'd be like mm-hmm. he would be like uh, Josh Hader is. To in fact, Hader is the best reliever ever, and all of the periods he had last year in terms of what he did were all breaking Rivera's records. Mm-hmm. So you go look at what he did and you see like the numbers. And then like how did you feel in the postseason? And whatever he, else. he was great. Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, we, no we, nerfs? We, like, no, not at all. We based our whole, but we screwed it up. We yeah, brought him in in like the fifth game. Yeah. We brought him in like the fifth inning. Yeah, he was done by the middle of the seventh in game seven. So he had nothing, you know, what were we going to do? We just fell apart. What can you do? We, we, ran, we literally ran out of gas. Like I saw it happen. You know, but look, you take uh, take the Dodgers to seven, and uh, who, who won the World Series? The Boston Red Sox. So <laughs> handily, right? By the and time the Dodgers got through, uh, they were what, done. Uh, all I'm telling you is our fate would have been awfully similar. <laughs> the Boston Red Sox were far and away the best team this yeah. year. It was yeah, not even the whole, the whole. You know, year. we had a great run. No one expected. We had a forty-one million dollar payroll. And we made Amazing. it to Game 7 of the NLCS. I'll take it. You know what I mean? I'm fine with that. Uh, all right, my last question for you, and I've answered everything, right? Yep. Sometimes I do that. I just move on without even asking anything. What former uh, Duke player is the general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers? And if you don't know this, you got to stop doing this for a living. <laughs> oh, jeez. Thanks for putting that on me. The general manager of the Sixers? Oh, you didn't instantly know this? No. I oh, didn't. great. That's why I'm glad it's a good question. You shouldn't stop doing it. I just figured you would know because uh, yeah. in this area, these people uh, are just merciless. I, know. I just and the, the amount of Sixers text that I have coming through my phone is maddening. Played for the Sixers, Duke. Big the Duke time. part is killing me. Big time Duke player. Big time Duke player. Maybe top five draft pick in the NBA. And a young GM. May your first male be a masculine child. It's his first year because the other guy, I know they just replaced like him. Like first or second year, yeah. Might, he might have been replaced last season. In the oh, because the process, the guy who did the process. Yeah, he, he, this isn't the process. He, he's, he's gone. No, this is part of the process. How old is he? Younger than us. Did you ever see the movie uh, 
Clueless. Yeah. Same name as the male lead in Clueless. Paul Rudd? No. Paul Rudd was uh, the brother. He wasn't yeah. the male lead. Cher's best friend, the guy that she was hitting on, turned out to be probably more interested in Paul Rudd. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Hey, give me two things that I uh, can't answer. <laughs> uh, famous British singer with a single man's last name. Famous British singer with a with a with a uh, with a first name as a last name. That's one name. Mo- one of the most famous singers of all time. Maybe the most famous British singer of all time. Solo. So when you say British, he could be from Wales. I don't know if this guy's from Wales, but he seems pretty British to me. He doesn't seem Welsh. It's not Tony Bennett, right? Nah. Isn't Tony Bennett from Wales? Is Bennett a, a first name? I guess it could be. Who's I guess the, not. Who is the most famous English singer you can think of, like singer-songwriter? Tops the list. Right away. Who's the most famous American one? Like singer songwriter? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Elton John is who you're talking ah, about. Thank you. All right. So I got Elton John. So you got the name. You were saying singer. I was thinking of like a crooner. So same first name. So Elton Brand? Elton Brand is the general manager of that? the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know. I don't know how you didn't know that. That's why I asked it to you. I thought you Elton would right away. Elton Brand is the... General manager of the Sixers. <laughs> I, I don't even. I, just, huh? I, I don't know how I had a blind spot for that. Is that possible? This Elton Brand? Does he? Does he have an executive role? Yeah, he sure does. Yeah. Wow. I mean, they just made a big trade. Yeah, no, he's like ago, the he's like I mean, the king. I have not heard one person say Elton Brand. Philadelphia Seventy Sixers GM Elton Brand says team is now a contender. Yeah, I mean, he was on one of my favorite. He was the center of one of my favorite teams. Yeah, I told you. That was a high draft pick. Philadelphia. Was that the 99 Duke team? Yeah, 99 Duke team. Yep. They lost to Connecticut. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Who was that? Yeah, I saw them in the that? Elite Eight. Was that Be- Kemba Walker? Was that the guy that was on Connecticut? No, no, no. Kemba Walker won later. later on. Yeah. No, it was Richard Hamilton. Oh, Richard Hamilton. That's right. Rip Hamilton. Yep. And then they had this, uh, they had this guard who was awesome, too, that Connecticut team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a short point guard yes. who had like uh, was he like uh, he had like an Arabic name maybe? I want to say Al Khalid or something like that. Something like that. that. <laughs> it is ridiculously good. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that ninety nine Duke, didn't become a... Duke ended up winning it in two thousand, but that ninety nine team was uh, my favorite. Yeah, I saw them uh, cut down the nets in North Jersey in ninety nine over uh, Temple. Unbelievable. Yeah, so Elton Brand, man, what a good transition. Uh, I, just, obviously... I don't know how I didn't know that. Well, there you go. All right, let's move on uh, out of sports. You got some geography. What was the first clue you gave me towards it? Did you give me a clue before? Yeah, Elton and... Uh, uh, but before you gave me... Cher, the... so Cher and Elton. Like Elton and uh, Clueless. That's the guy's name. Oh, oh, what's his name? Elton. It's He's like the dude that Cher's in love with, and then she finds out... Uh, his he's... name's Elton? Yeah, he's more than likely uh, that, gay. That I wouldn't have, wouldn't have known either. Okay. That was a lot. Or maybe, I don't know. I know Elton is a name that was in the movie Clueless. It's just befuddled. I didn't know that. All right. Oh, you know what? No, I take that back. So he wasn't uh, that guy. He was the guy that, 
he was the guy that uh, Alicia Silverstone was trying to get uh, the the redheaded girl fixed up with. Okay. He was like a much older looking guy, and then like he wanted uh, Cher, and then Cher's like, no, I like the other guy. Whatever. All right, so switch it to geography history. Why here. did I mention any of that? Because it's the only time I knew the name Elton outside of Elton John, and if I knew I said Elton John, there goes the right. It's it's too obvious. Right, right, too obvious. Uh, what award were Hitler, Mussolini, and <laughs> Stalin all nominated for? Man of the Year. An Oscar. What a award Tony. were Hitler, Mussolini, and Stalin all nominated for? The Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. Yes. Sons of bitches. How does that thing survive that? Like <laughs> Invented by a man who has killed more people through dynamite, dynamite right? than... Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, it's all political, man. It's all political. Hitler, Mussolini, and Stalin. Man of the Year. Yeah, I mean, if they have like a, is that like the Razzies version? Like, it's not the Oscars. <laughs> it's like the Man of the Year, but like I the. I just bad don't know time. how it keeps any clout. Once you, I mean, I can see maybe you surviving one of them, and like, oh, we didn't know what he was up to, and uh, his people seemed to love him, so we thought that he was doing a great job. He really <laughs> united the nation. His people I mean. seem to love him. People really, <laughs> really very. They you hear these speeches, and they're very passionate. Yeah, they're all with, standing in line. All standing in saluting. line. And, and, you know, just totally still. Nobody seems to make a move. All right, let's move on to uh, geography history. Do you know where the ancient city of Petra is located? Nick, have you ever heard of or seen yeah, Petra? Yeah, Petra is in Jordan. Yes, it is. Have you ever seen the picture Yeah, of Petra? I saw it the first time in Last Crusade. I was about to ask you yeah. the follow-up question to that is, do you know what movie it was featured in? Yeah. And, yeah, that that's like that where the Holy temple, Grail was that's right, was hidden, hidden in, in Petra. And it's such a cool-looking right? thing. It's just oh, carved yeah. into stone. Oh, my God. And, you know, it looks like where you would think you would find the Holy, holy Grail. I actually <laughs> like, kind of, yeah, thing? like if you were oh, trying to there. hide something from humanity, it would be in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that whole premise. I don't know. That was very, I was I very thought into that, that was whole a great. I thought that was better than the second Indiana Jones. There's no question. Temple of Doom was awful. Right. Off. I'm with you there. The first one I was still okay. haven't seen the one that got LaBeou- Shia LaBeouf in it. I would not. The Crystal Skull. It. it was, it was so bad that it would it ruined the right. whole thing for me. That's why I didn't even want to watch y- it. You don't. It, it will upset you. It reeks of like that trailer just Dude, reeked. Of, okay, this is gonna ruin the whole okay. thing for you. Indy is driving with a girl in a jeep. Okay, the girl's driving. Indy is standing up on the jeep. Shia LaBeouf is swinging from vine to vine at the same speed as, as the chasing Jeep. Jeep in that movie. So a minimum of 25 miles an hour. I mean, you're not driving less than 25 miles an it, hour. It doesn't matter, okay? So can He's you swing vine to vine? from vine 20... to vine like a goddamn video Boy, you game. Just, you just nailed that. And I was just like, you... Uh, no, I, if, no, if I can no explain to you to in one, one scene why the whole movie is worthless... That's it. There you go. <laughs> Okay. Once you get to that point, you're sitting there and you question every decision that led you to that point in life. Have you seen this? Uh, have you heard of this show? You that's on Netflix. No, but I'm All always right, so interested. I, st- I started watching this show called You on Netflix, and it's kind of about a guy who's like a stalker, essentially stalking a girl. And yes, it's essentially a stalker. It, it's hard because I really like the show, but I just I can't believe that he could be like she'll be at a bar talking to her friends. And he's like in there, like wearing a hat, and like eavesdropping on the conversation. So he hears everything that's going on. Well, he should be out on a date or something, sitting at a table with a guy. He's at the table, two two tables away, like in a hat. And does she and know it, him? Yeah, she knows him. And does she know he's doing it? 
No, she doesn't know that he's doing it, and it's like it just I can't suspend the belief that there's no way she that she would recognize this guy he's sitting, sitting there, there two tables yeah, away. Like, like, like she'll be in her apartment, and he's standing across yeah, the like, street. I, I recognize like, a kid. Guy? I recognize the guy that we used to live in a dorm with 22 years ago at a. Yeah. At a nightclub. <laughs> and I haven't seen him in 20 years. At 2 like, a.m. That's, from I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, I know him. Meanwhile, yeah. the guy was unrecognizable, too, that you're talking about. Like, right. it, it was like, How do you recognize that guy? Yeah, but anyway. Weird. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. anyway, you on Netflix, let me know if you can suspend disbelief that she does not recognize that the guy is in the room. Mm. All right, my turn. Okay. We were talking about this in a little bit. Two for ten, all three for twenty. The country's most annually visited by foreign visitors. Right. So France. Number one. Number one. Right. So it's two for ten, all three for twenty. You got one. Oh, so this this is a question. I think we do this already. It's no, point. no. We okay, did. So, we did so, I think we did. France was what the, one. What are the criteria? So these are the three countries with the most foreign visitors annually. Annually. Yeah. England. No. Mm, why would you? Uh, Spain. You you got number three, which I thought was the hardest. Italy. Which I thought would be number three. Yeah, I well, it was between those four. It's the U.S. is two. Oh, okay. So I it's see. France, the U.S., Spain. Yeah, you kept getting me out of the mind, uh, mindset of the U.S. because you said it's so hard to get yeah. here, but it's just so big people visit. And there's so many like foreign visitors from Asia and whatever else. Like Yeah, Disney World alone. Right. All right, this is interesting. Um, Anybody who's been to Miami Beach knows there is a lot of foreign visitors. So you know the famous phrase, the buck stops here? Yes. You know who gave us that? I want to say it was Truman. It was. So Harry Truman used to keep it on his desk. He had yeah. a sign that said, the buck stops here. You know what was on the reverse of that sign? What it said on the other side? Mm-hmm. It referenced where he's from. So the question I could mm-hmm. ask you is, where is Harry Truman from? Also, the reverse side of his famous The Buck Stops Here sign, what state is Harry Truman from? That's how I can ask it. Well, he's from the Midwest. He is. He's a haberdasher. <laughs> haberdasher. <laughs> Love that word. It's the greatest word. I want to say he's a haberdasher a from... Haberdasher. I have it narrowed down to five... I just need to cross some off here. Is it Nebraska? It is not. Uh, Iowa. It is not Iowa. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, it's from Kansas? It is not Kansas. So those are the ones. uh, Illinois? It is not Illinois. You are working, though. Indiana. Indiana. Illinois. Wait, I just said Illinois. Missouri. Oh, he's from Missouri. I knew that. I'll be in a cold, cold ground before I recognize Missouri. I don't know why I didn't think of Missouri. (laughs) It's my favorite Grandpa Simpsons line. Have you ever heard this one? I'll be deep in a cold, cold ground before I recognize Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) So, So Homer says to him, how come that flag only has 49 stars on it? And that was Grandpa Simpson's <laughs> response. I'll be deep in the cold, cold ground before I recognize Missouri. That's funny. <laughs> All right, what else you got for me in geography history? Uh, did you see the busiest U.S. airport? 
Atlanta, Hartsfield International Airport. No longer. Yeah, they lost to O'Hare. Chicago yeah, O'Hare. finally took that mantle back. Yes. They're both terrible places. I wouldn't recommend going either. I don't know that I've ever flown to Chicago. I have. Yeah, I mean, Chicago is fine. It was, it's huge. It's just huge. But I, actually, you know what? I flew to Midway. Which is also busy, which yeah. makes it even more insane. But it's that right in the middle of the, the country there, so that's why you have so L- much travel. A little different. So. Right. <laughs> well, there you go. Airport. Good for you, Chicago. Take that mantle back from Atlanta. You know, more people uh, were at the MLS Cup than the Super Bowl. 3,000 more what? people. More people went to the MLS Cup in Atlanta than the Super Bowl. Is that how, so they didn't have as many seats in the Super Bowl? I, mean, I don't know. It couldn't the, have been because of demand. Well, there are 73,000-something seats for I the I wonder if MLS it's configured for se- soccer. Probably less so for football. Sure. Seats, they were both sellouts, I'm sure. Which is funny, though, because the soccer pitch is larger than a football field. Although they did say the demand for the Super Bowl was way less than anything they've seen in years. Because if you're a Patriots fan, by now— You've been. Gone. You've probably been right. If you haven't, you've had nine and opportunities. And if you're a Rams fan, not a once in a lifetime thing anymore. You're probably cursing the team because they left St. Louis and moved to L.A. They don't have fans. They have. They have observers. You don't think they had got a fan base in in St. Louis? After well, no, because I think that that fan base was sort of fictitious. I think it's like both ways. I think they have two sets of fan bases that are both kind of like eh. Right, but they're not paying twenty five hundred a ticket. No, or three thousand a ticket. If you ranked rabid. As the criteria from 1 to 32, the Rams are in, like, 27, 28 territory. Like, right there with the Cardinals. Their fans are not rabid. They may have fans, but, like, you don't meet people who are like, I've been a diehard Rams fan my whole freaking life. It's like, you might have been, but, like, I no, don't know. No, I can't even think of a Rams fan. Like, honestly. They're, 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 I don't think I know a Rams maybe. fan. Maybe. I'm not I'm just and saying. And they haven't been a bad franchise. No, We've seen the fine, greatest show on turf. We've seen... They just have no consistency. You know, they're 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 a team that had a history. Well, when you move then, cities, yeah. it's just a disaster. That's right. All right, you want to move on to entertainment? Or you yeah, want, sure. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. So uh, a couple questions for you in the world of entertainment. You know I love the Karate Kid, Nick. Right. So remember the Karate Kid takes place where? It takes place in the valley. That's correct. You know where the Karate Kid 2 takes place, the city. The city that is the setting for the Karate Kid Atu. Is it in Okinawa? Yes! Okinawa, <laughs> Japan! Okay, I think that's an island. Yeah. Okinawa. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. We, we have a military base there, I'm pretty sure. Like a huge U.S. Yeah, military well, base there. There was a movie that, um, d- did Mel Gibson make, the, the one that Mel, got Mel Gibson back into the uh, Academy Awards? After the whole Jew thing. Yeah, after the whole Jew thing and, and, and maybe verbally abusing a wife or two along I the love way. love those messages. Um, the, the ledge or Jacuzzi. So, it was about, I think that was also in Okinawa. Yeah. About how uh, Okinawa. Ridge, something Ridge. Oh, okay, okay. It's yeah, a yeah, great yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about that kid that won't. Uh, that he saved like hundreds of lives. Yeah, Heartbreak like, Ridge or something like that. Or But I think that's in Okinawa. Oh, okay. Whatever that ridge is. Or, that would make sense. Yeah, uh, well, there you go. Okinawa, Japan, where Mr. Miyagi grew up. That's where he's from. That's actually how I asked the question. So who had a dress that was dried like jerky for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Who had a dress that was dried like jerky for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? (laughs) I don't know, but I love (laughs) feet. Who would do something like that? 
well, no one would invite Bjork to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because that's just like disgusting. So it's probably somebody that wants to do animal rights activist type stuff, right? Try to I think it's the exact attention. opposite of that. Oh, she wants to point out to. I think she, she wanted to, to be. Meat. I think she wanted to be. Lady Gaga didn't strike me. It as, was Lady Gaga. She wore a meat dress to an award show, and then they dried it like jerky and put it in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I want to say it was the Video Music Awards, uh, MTV Video Music Awards, something like that. She, she wore a, a dress. Made yeah, that's out about of right. Meat. Yeah, that's about right. That seems that seems to make all the vegetarians uncomfortable. It <laughs> seems like something opposite. She would. I feel like that's her audience. This was a long time crazy ago. Crazy vegetarians. Uh, you know, this was this was back. You might even remember this. Do you remember Lady Gaga wouldn't show her face? Yeah, sure. For a while. Sure. It was like during that kind of time where she it was like, you never really she's saw gonna, her. She's going to win the Oscar. I don't think she is. And for I was just song, saying, I think the song is. Yeah, the song is Ronson's song, though, right? Was she? Yeah, she and, and uh, what's his name? Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. That duet is going to win the song of the year. I, I was just saying yesterday, driving home to my wife, how the Oscars pissed me off. Because they're going to end up giving it to Glenn Close for some shit movie that nobody wants to watch. Instead, Instead of, of Lady giving Gaga, it to Lady Gaga, who deserves it. Who was in a movie that everybody loved. And she was incredible. <laughs> and it was incredible in it. And now we're going to have Glenn Close, who it's like, Ugh, Glenn Close, song, like that... another Glenn Close nomination. And yeah, I haven't seen it. Is Fatal Attraction 2 coming out soon? I one person talk about She's in a movie called The Wife. I don't even know what it's about. I've heard one person talk about it. And she's going to end up winning the Oscar because the Academy sucks. What's that song called? Shallow? Was that yeah, the... Yeah, that sounds right. Is that the... I don't know. All right, so I've got one talking about the uh, Academy. Okay. Uh, who is the most nominated male actor in Oscar history? So the <sighs> most nominations for a male. Now, we know on the ladies' side, Meryl gets nominated <laughs> for everything. Yeah, angling close. Um, and it's not Pauly Shore. Nope. Oh, no, Paulie's probably about what, ten or eleven. Ten or eleven, so easy. Like you know, I know. Enc- I know Encino Man nine and a half. had like the most nominations that year, uh, except for Biodome, the year that came out. But, son-in-law, um, one of the most son-in-law, son-in-law. Yeah, that, well, that one. I mean, of course, everybody remembers the epic year where they won everything. Um, how about Marlon Brando? No, not Brando. De Niro. Not sure how many. No, I think this guy. You just he hasn't been nominated in a while, so that's why I feel like you're not. Not jumping out, well, like like a Nicholson. Yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah. okay. Right, yeah, because as good as what it gets that? was the last. What is what is that noise? <laughs> what is what noise? <laughs> is, is is JD <laughs> whopping <laughs> the other side of that door? Wait, cut it, cut it. He listens. He okay. listens. Nah, I'm kidding. He does not. All right, that's <laughs> that's it for. All right, wait. I got one more for you. You got one more? Okay, well, I'll take one more. Yeah, toss me one, and then I got one. Now, more my for question you. is: Do you know uh, who uh, Faye Dunaway played in the movie Mommy Dearest? What actress? Joan she, Crawford? Yes. All right. A notorious psycho. No Joan wire Bravo. hangers. No more wire hangers ever. Yeah, I, I <laughs> hate wire hangers. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to be totally nuts about. I just, I, I laugh my butt off in that scene. Right, so oh, yes, Mrs. I got this one for you, and I think Last this one. might be a little unfair, but what I'm going to ask 96? it anyway because technically it's right. Okay. Who is the only Disney princess with a child? So you're familiar Ooh. with these. Ariel. Oh, yeah, you got it. You got oh, it yeah. Are you kidding? I've seen the Little Mermaid 2 and 3. Okay, so that's... The, I, I didn't know what went on the number 2 and She three. went to land, and she and Prince Eric... Uh, had a baby. They had a baby. Yeah, right, that's, so, yeah that's no a problem with that. There. No problem with that I don't that think I've ever all. seen the first one. 
you're not missing anything, dude. I, I wouldn't suggest running down to go. That's why you have kids. You watch it with the kids. Yeah, I more put it on and, and go do walk my own in the thing. other room. That's <laughs> what I do too. Thing. But like, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to sound like a good dad here. All right, that's it. Episode 96, Quizzo Trivia yeah, Podcast. Enjoy Bradley and Lady Gaga. Are you happy in this modern world? Oh, do you need this has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. In all the good times I find myself longing for change And in the bad times I fear myself I fear myself I'm of the deep